Welcome everyone to the Hotel Nerd Network brought to you by Anchor. What's Anchor you say? It is an easy way to make a podcast like this one for free. That's right, I said it, for free. But not only that, you can record from the comfort of your home, on the PC, or on the go with your phone. They have everything you need to make a podcast in one place. The best feature is that they even distribute the podcast for you on multiple platforms, so you don't have to stress on getting your content out there for the world to hear. If you're looking for a free and easy way to make a podcast, download the Anchor app on your mobile device or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now please sit back and enjoy the show. We're live. Well, not live, but recording. Right. (laughs) So, uh, I'm Hotel Nerd. I'm Movie Lovers Unite. And uh, just to get some housekeeping out of the way real quick, we apologize for not being able to do anything last week, but everything went in turmoil. Uh, This is the one-on-one interview that we were going to do last week, but, uh, you know, weather on my end, we kind of threw everything out of whack. So, wonderful Pennsylvania summer. (laughs) But, John, how you doing? It's been a little bit. Yeah, I've been doing all right, man. I just, I just been keeping busy. I was on ACS Universe uh, YouTube channel yesterday, and everything. And then I ended up subscribing to Shutter recently. So I'm nice. doing. Yeah, I actually checked out a uh, new movie called Summer of '84, which came out in, like in 2018. But it's actually pretty good for like a little uh, horror film that came out. It was it was really good. Yeah, I, I've been wanting to get uh, Shutter. It's just I haven't got to it yet. Well, oh. I just haven't had the time to sign up for it. Right. The good thing is I actually have a 30-day subscription because of the, uh, the promotion code that I actually had. So I got like 30 days free. Whenever you do sign up, you only get like seven days free. All right. So... Yeah, I forget. Uh, I can't remember the name of the uh, show that I wanted to watch that made me want to get Shutter. Uh, Creep Show. Nagataro uh, mm. is the one that's creating it. It's a remake. It's Creep Show, right? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. That's the one. That yeah, that's I why I wanted it. Yeah. So. That and occasionally I get in the mood to watch horror movies. Speaking of which, I watched Doctor Sleep director's cut. Oh, what did you think? Because I actually own it. <laughs> ten for ten. It's I mean, definitely ten for tens very often. I love Doctor Sleep. Now you see why I'm watching it because there's like a lot of information that's in that film that you might miss, and not only that, but the writing is just fantastic. Yes, it's a sequel to The Shining, but at the same time, its own little entity. It's own, its own little uh, movie, but it's one you know? it's one of those rarities where the sequel, pun intended here, outshines the original. Definitely, and all the problems that Stephen King had with the first movie, I think it's actually been redeemed because you actually see his son's story arc the way that Stephen King wanted mm-hmm. that Nicholson story arc take place yeah. so you actually get remember to see in the book doesn't jack's character doesn't he die in the boiler room he actually does die in the boiler room 
Uh, a matter of fact, he doesn't uh, I mean, freeze outside. Here for Doctor Sleep, but I mean, I well, we can just say there's certain things that took place. I mean, we can do it like this. There's certain things that took place that actually covers that part of the ending in Doctor Sleep. Mm-hmm. And everything, and I think it's definitely one of my it's one of my favorite movies that I actually got to check out back in November when this movie came out. The main thing that yeah. took me, the main thing that took me out of the movie, and it really wasn't even for big moments, was when they showed his mom because she built she didn't look anything like the original mom in The Shining. Then again, we're also talking a movie that was made what thirty plus years ago. So. Right, so they actually had to get someone that's kind of looks like Shelley Duvall, everything, but not too much like her. Yeah. Now, but, the person that the the kid that played young Danny, he was pretty damn close. I agree. He definitely did a fantastic job at playing Danny, and then also too, um, don't forget in the in the Shining book, Dick doesn't even die. Dick, Dick isn't dead. So, in the movie, Dick is actually dead, and Shirley Duvall's character is still alive. And after a little bit of t- after all the events that happened in that hotel <clears throat> and everything, Shirley Duvall does wind up dying and passing away. But it's but Dick is still kind of like the voice of reason for Danny and everything. So they did do that right in the very beginning because yeah. Dick is just a ghost and he's not you know. In his normal human, you know what I'm saying? He's a ghost. He's not uh, there physically with Danny in the movie. But in the book of Dr. Sleep. There's only one part that made me jump in that entire movie. And that was uh, when right after, I don't know, maybe you didn't see this or not. Because I watched the director's got three hours long. So I don't know. I did too theatrical or not but where the lady that he meets at the bar ends up dying in the bed beside him and then he leaves the baby there and then like i guess like two or three nights later he has a vision of her in his apartment saying about they haven't found us yet and like at first you don't realize who it is that uh is talking to him, and then you see the baby, and it's like, oh shit, it scared, it, it got me to jump. Let's see here. In the book, he does wind up taking uh, money from her. He doesn't uh, leave the money behind or anything you like that. The and the, in the director's cut, huh? In the director's cut, he didn't leave the uh, money behind. Right. Right. And you know he even argues with um, with Do- with the uh, the caretaker. Yep. And everything too. Get this though: in the book, he's arguing with his mother, and he said, "Well, she's not going to need it or anything. She's not going to need that money or anything. This is probably my money, anyways." And so, throughout the couple of chapters, that one that one part actually sticks with him because of his conscience. Because he knew he did something wrong, and it's just haunting him over and over and over again. Yeah. In the book. 
But I did like the fact that they did put that in there because of the fact that, you know, it shows that Danny's on this uh, is going down the same road that Jack is, but ten times worse than what Jack Jack did. You know. Yeah. I liked the true knot though. That was a good villain faction. I agree. Uh, Rose the Hat was definitely a standout villain, and was someone that you didn't want to mess with. Oh, I know. I, I know. I have to look. Allen. I know. I know. I, I don't know. Hang on, I'm pulling up IMDb real quick. Okay, but you said that that one part with the kid made you jump. That gave me goosebumps was when Abra grabs her when she's staring in the reflection in the window in the in the uh, window of the uh, huh? The grocery store. The grocery store. Yeah, the grocery store scene. Yeah, I I knew that was coming. Because uh, they showed it in the trailer. Right. I knew that was coming, but the way they actually did it, though, there's a difference between watching a trailer and watching it in its full context. In the way that they did it. (coughs) Rose the Hat is Rebecca Ferguson. Okay, Rebecca Ferguson. And I'm going to be really stupid here for a minute and do a little bit more of a deep dive because I'm having a brain stupid moment here. But uh, another... She's big in the Mission Impossible movies. Is there anything else I've seen her in? I know I know that name. And I don't know. Greatest Showman, she played Jenny Lynn. Oh, okay. That's where I know her from. I knew I knew her from somewhere. Okay. But uh, what what did you think of the part where Abra goes on it? Like, she's in Abra's head. That was awesome. That was actually cool. Where she was in Abra's head and then Abra got into her head and... Yeah. I'll be honest, that was the cringe moment in that movie for me is when her hand got stuck in the filing cabinet. Yeah, that part made me cringe. It's like, <laughs> oh, I, I can feel it. Oh, That's skin tear. I'm like, yeah, you can drink a lot of the shine, oh, but you're not going to get a from that. I'm thinking about that makes me cringe. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. yeah. Also, another movie I watched was Scoob. You see, I wanted to watch that on HBO Max, but my stuff keeps on buffering to the point yeah, where I can't so even watch it. Watch. There's so many people watching it, that's why. I tried doing that, then I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch Doom Patrol and finish off that series. I couldn't even watch Doom Patrol because of that. I know <laughs> one of the issues that HBO Max is having is... I think they're having an overload on their app. I think they need to update. Yeah, I think they need to update their servers. Yeah, is the main thing. Yeah, they definitely need to be doing something uh, because it, it's annoying. I mean, the service is great, but it, it's right. it's annoying. 
It really is. For me to watch an hour episode of Doom Patrol is taking me two hours to watch an episode of Doom Patrol. So I go back to Netflix and I watch uh, The Order. That was actually pretty good. I haven't watched that one yet. Uh, I know I want to watch Game of Thrones, but I just haven't uh, watched it yet because I don't want to deal with the buffering issues. Well, do you have HBO Go? Because HBO Go, HBO Go is still a thing right now, and you don't have to worry about any type of buffering issues with the HBO Go app. My you know, Go, because I have it on my PlayStation, my Go immediately segregated over to uh, the Macs. Oh, wow, mine didn't. Yeah, mine, mine integrated right over into the Macs. Okay. So, I, I know some people that they that it did that for, and there was other people that it didn't. Because I, I right. see a 50-50 split on that. Like, half of us got immediately integrated over, and then the other half was still have both. Yeah, with me, I'm still struggling with trying, trying to watch HBO Max. And I'm like, I'm just going to take a break until they update their server and everything, and go from there. But how was Scoob? Uh, really good. Very, very good. Uh, the soundtrack's amazing. I found my favorite song so far of 2020 in that soundtrack. What song was that? I Fly. I'll have to check it out once we get off. <laughs> it's get really off good. Here. Yeah, I would play it here, but we would get flagged. Yeah, that's why I said I'll check it out later. <laughs> so, but uh, I I got it off of uh, Amazon streaming. I had that whole soundtrack. That soundtrack, all in itself, is a very good soundtrack. And I'll tell you right now, there's a lot of Hanna Barbera crossovers. Oh wow! How's the animation style, though? The, I know that was it the biggest works. thing that we were worried about. It works. It works very well, actually. I, I'll i be honest, for about the first five minutes, like where you see in the trailer with them being kids, it's a little wonky, but after that, I mean, it's decent. That's good. I'm, I'm glad that the animation's actually worked out for its own thing for that world for Scoob. Yeah, they have uh, a lot of Hanna-Barbera crossovers, which is really nice. Uh, I was, at first, I was worried about it, and it's like, well, I don't understand how you're able to do this, but then I really, I watched it the second time, I was like, okay, now I understand what you're doing. So, <laughs> and uh, Mark Wahlberg plays, uh, the well, he's the voice of Blue Falcon. Oh, that's perfect. And Leon Yu is um, Dynamite. I'm going to have to check. I'm going to have to watch it soon uh, and everything. It's funny. It, it's really funny. The one, the one joke's really good, and it, it's not even a spoiler alert. It's where the villain goes and says to uh, Fred, he's like, I'm taking um, Discount Hemsworth. And... <laughs> Fred's like, and then he's like, wait, Chris or Liam? 
<laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's actually a nice little tidbit. I like. I like that. <clears throat> it's like it, it's definitely culturally aware of where and when it is. Right, you can definitely tell it's a 2020 movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. At least, that, at least they actually know that it, what it's going for. It's not like it's dated, and there's a lot of Easter eggs too. I the second watch, I noticed a bunch of movie posters, and the one I saw that was the Hex Sisters from Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost. Oh, I love that episode. Yeah, there there is a lot of uh, poster Easter eggs that you gotta watch out for in the background. All right, I'm pretty much sold on that now. <laughs> With um, the the order that I'm watching is actually pretty good. It has it's about this kid who goes into this college looking for this secret society that supposedly killed his mother, and so his grandfather is trying to seek revenge on that secret society. And then right. you also have werewolves who also are also against that society as well. So he becomes like a double agent trying to take down the order of warlocks and witches and stuff with magic. I've been thinking about watching that one. Just, that's another one that's on my to-do list that I just haven't got to yet. Right. Season two just dropped. So I haven't got a chance to watch season two yet. I'm like maybe two episodes away from finishing season one. How many seasons are there now? Three of them, isn't there? Uh, what? With this one? With the order? Just two seasons. Okay. So, so you're able to binge it. Behind and being as a Netflix series, is probably what, 10 or 12 episodes a season? It's like, I want to say it's like 10 episodes, I think, or maybe 13, somewhere around that area. Yeah, it's generally, they don't normally do much more than 13. Right. So. To me, it's easier to binge. And they just released uh, Unsolved Mysteries, which is like a six. Yes, six I need episode. to watch. I need to watch that. I want to see what they did with that. Because that was same hair as well. I mean, you want to talk about? I mean, to date ourselves a little bit. You want to talk about being a '90s kid and having the holy hell scared out of you on just a normal syndicated television show? Play the Unsolved Mysteries music once. It is creepy as fuck. <laughs> it is. It really is creepy. <laughs> Like I can hear that music in my head right now, and I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. <laughs> yeah. One other thing I wanted to do real quick here before we really dove into the one-on-one <clears throat> is I wanted to give an update to our progress on YouTube. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <clears throat> and that is... Uh, this is our monetization progress for us to be able to start doing super chats. And I wanted to throw this out there. It's that way uh, the viewers uh, saw this. But we have 53 subscribers and we need 1,000. And we have 119 hours watched and we need 4,000. So, and I mean, we lost a couple of people because of not having any content the past week and a half or so, which is totally understandable. But we need to start 
start if you guys want to start doing super chats. I mean, I know this isn't a live video or anything, but you guys want to start doing super chats instead of trying to do streamlabs because I haven't even gotten any of them lately. If, if anybody's sending them in, I haven't received them. Uh, we need to start pumping these numbers up. Definitely. <clears throat> if you believe in our channel, if you believe in Hotel Nerd and everything, if you want to support us, the, your audience actually has to go on ahead and try and watch as much stuff as we ha can, as you can. Because we do have a lot of content up and everything, despite the fact <coughs> that we haven't been on in a couple of days. You yeah. know, they can... Uh, there's content that they can go through just because we don't have a new episode up or anything like that. They can go through it, binge it, do whatever. Because yeah, you do a bunch you, of. And uh, if you need help on Final Fantasy VII Remake, I have walkthrough videos about halfway through the game. Uh, I'm going to finish doing my first place. Well, actually, my second playthrough now. And then um, do. Uh, the last half of the walkthrough once I had the game completed. So way people can see where they're going wrong and whatnot. Because that game gets to be a pain in the ass sometimes. It does, depending on the puzzles and everything else that they have you doing. And the bosses yeah. they, they, they have you fight. <clears throat> oh yeah, some of the bosses are a pain in the ass. But it's all about strategy and how you bring yep. them down though. Yep. And how you have your potions, how you have your remedies, your phoenix downs, and everything else in place. It's all about who you want as your healer, who you want as your attacker, who you want as someone that's casting the spells. I'll tell you right now, straight up, your healer, every time you have her, is going to be Aerith. Every single time. She is your white mage. It's all right. But anyhow, uh, on to the one-on-one. Uh, I guess first question right out of the gate is what made you start doing uh, podcasts and videos? Like, what, what was the trigger? Okay, so what got me into doing this thing was AMC Movie Talk. John Campia, Chris Lee Kennedy, John Schnepp, all those, all the OGs, even, uh, I forgot what, the, I forgot what the other uh, female host name is, they have her as my friend on Facebook and everything, but those were the OGs of AMC during that time, at that time too, it was also called, uh, thank you for your consideration, they were actually in a broom closet doing YouTube videos, as a matter of fact, I actually got tired of same movie pilot and how bad the movie news was there with fake news articles that were pretty much like we got you we got you covered we got this covered uh from back in 2010 then i'm like you know what i'm i have enough passion in me to where i want to go on ahead and do make youtube videos so i started doing youtube videos and after that youtube changed out their whole entire way of actually doing things where you actually had to have a thousand subscribers to do live videos. And for me, with my internet and everything, it takes at least eight hours to upload one video. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to do YouTube videos anymore. So I took a year off of doing YouTube videos. I'm trying to find a way to get back into doing YouTube videos, but 
at the time, one of my friends who I'm not friends with anymore, uh, who's actually part of the, who has his own podcast, I said, hey, why don't you go on ahead and try to do a podcast? So he told me about Anchor. I went on ahead and started doing um, Anchor on my all my podcasts on all audio only, of course, on Anchor. Today actually makes a year that I've been doing Anchor and podcasting. So I really am happy that I'm able to actually talk about that because it's the one year anniversary of my podcasting channel and also. I'm at 163 episodes of doing my podcasting as well. Very nice. Thank you. Oh, I didn't even realize that today was the anniversary of your podcast. So kudos. Thank you, man. I do appreciate that. I mean, I guess us not being able to do it last week kind of worked. (laughs) Well, today is actually the anniversary day and everything. So, I'm going to try and get Tamika to do a one-on-one on my channel pretty soon as an anniversary special. But, you know, I ended up, what I always do is whenever I'm doing a podcast episode, I want something that audiences will actually click to. Mm-hmm. And if I know that the episode's not going to work, I don't do one. <laughs> because they can actually feel the energy. They can feel if it's working or not. And, you know, sometimes I'll do about three or four different takes on something. I'm like, okay, this is just not working. <laughs> so I just don't even do it. And if it's just one of those dull episodes where I know it's dull and it's nothing, no actual stuff to actually talk about, I'll go on ahead and I'll go into ne- the next day and I'll see what's on the news to actually cover. Mm-hmm. And then I'll combine yesterday's news with today's news. And also, too, I also tr- always try to find a topic to talk about as well, like Christian does mm-hmm. and everything. And I always get my fans to ask, uh, pick a topic or I get my friends to pick a topic and I cover it that way. Yeah, I mean, that seems to be a pretty good model that he's put together there to be able to do something like that. I mean, as like I said to Christian before, when we really started getting some momentum underneath us is that I don't know if he realizes it, but he's definitely a beacon for uh, new content creators like us. Right. He definitely is. And Not if you think about it, on him or anything, but it's like he, it would have been, if Schnepp would still be here, I'm sure Schnepp would be involved in FEN. And he would probably have his own show by now because of right down at Collider. But uh, I really honestly He's, think that between those two, they would have been the beacon for... Oh, for sure. To be honest with you, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if we had like a, ch- a thing called SWN, Sweaty News Network or something. SWN... <laughs> You know, or something like that, where he's talking about comic books, something on that level, you know. But another person, too, is Campia. I mean, I know nobody really cares for Campia or anything like that, but he was the main reason why I got into it as deep as I did yeah. with doing YouTube videos at that time. Because he was actually the only one. Well, the Schmoes was doing it, too, but Campia was the first person. First, uh, person that I ran into as to doing this whole thing because he was part of AMC Movie Talk. Yeah. So that's what made me uh, want to do it more. And then, of course, whenever th- they introduced the Schmoke in 2013 or 14, 
that's whenever I went on ahead and uh, followed <laughs> the smokes. Yeah, I mean, Campia, he's one of them people that I can deal with in inner spurts. I just can't sit down and just, like, plow through day after day after day after day. Now, SEM, I can do that. Now, with that said, I haven't watched SEM in the past two weeks because everything has been in turmoil. So, that's why I haven't been doing any donations or anything because I haven't been watching because I don't have the time. So... Uh, and I'm saying it too, though. I haven't watched SEN in like two weeks because of all the training that I'm having to do for my job. Well, yeah, and you're the same. Or boat. listen to the podcast or anything. You're the right. same. Boat. So you're I haven't been able to do anything. We both work in fields where, like this pandemic, when it ramps up, we feel it. You right. Feel it first, I feel it on the second wave. Because you're definitely your first line. Of protection, I'm secondary, or even I go even one step further and say that I'm third in line because me working in a hotel, I give hospitality to people. You are the essentials that give medical to people, whether or not you're right to supplies, right? But you're you're behind the scenes pushing the product, right? Exactly, because if it wasn't for my boss, I wouldn't have stuff to actually work with or anything. But, uh, you know, I mean, I've been doing, I've been working in the hospital in, for 15 years. So I definitely feel the effects of it. But it's like by it's the time I get home, it's like I'm tired. <laughs> but, you know, by the time I get home, everything. I'm pretty much tired to the point where I'll I'll just put a movie on for background noise and I'll try to go to sleep. But sometimes, even when I'm tired, I still pump out an episode <laughs> on my podcast. You know? But yeah, but you... Still, it's fun. You can suffer from burnout on that real quick. Like, that, that month stretch where we went from having nobody and then all of a sudden... Brett and Kate landed, and then Alex and Nerdconic and uh, Smoes in the North, and we were just pounding one gas right after the other every week. And it's like we got ahead of steam here. Like they're about five weeks in. It's like okay, I'm starting to burn out a little bit here. We need to pump brakes here. Well, for me, I didn't really. Feel like I was needing to slow down, and actually made me feel like okay, I need to keep going. Well, yeah, I mean, everything I that too. Like in my head, it's like you gotta keep the momentum going, but at the same time, on the physical level, it's like between work and taking care of the kids, which is one thing I have. Right, is like right. in three different directions to do something. It's like yeah, it's break time. <laughs> Yeah, and I get like that too. I mean, I skip a day, and then after that, I go <coughs> the next day, and I'll do an episode, and then t another day, I do another episode, and then rest again. <laughs> but Tamika gets on to me all the time. She goes, "You need to rest." I was like, "I will." She goes, "Mm-hmm." <laughs> and all of a sudden, she sees that I'm 
I'm thinking another I thought you said you were going to rest. I said, well, there's a certain news story that just broke. I had to talk about it. <laughs> so. Here's that. Oh. Oh. I just lost my second question. So if you want to keep talking for a little bit, I have to reformulate. I have a, I have a day moment. Yeah. On. It's okay. It's okay. But yeah, um, another thing though, too, that I really have to say, I'm trying to a whip. Well, Tamika opened up a web page on uh, Wemix, I think it's called. But we opened up a web page for the Movie Lovers page. Of course, we're still doing WordPress with it. Of course, I'm doing the uh, movie articles too. And she's doing the what, uh, what to watch articles, which I need to start doing that too. And doing my own uh, my reviews on there and them out. And I've been doing WordPress for almost a year, I want to say, because I started doing that. But I just now have gone. So every single time when I'm doing something, I'm always doing something with Photoshop. You know? Yeah, especially if you're trying to figure out. Right, exactly. I'm always trying to come up with a. Great. Thank you. I do appreciate it because I'm like, some of it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It just, I balance of how I want to actually make a thumbnail. Because the Vin Diesel one, I was like, okay, I know exactly how I want to do this. Because I was like, okay, I'm putting Michael Myers looking inside the car where Vin is, or I was going to put the trolls looking in. And to me, I think the trolls stood out a lot more than my life did. And it actually worked. <laughs> and that was the most fun. That's the fun one that I had. The one with Alex and I, I was like, you know what? We're hotel nerds. What if we did Shining mixed in with what we're doing? Yeah. So I used the hallway from <clears throat> The Shining and did, did that thumbnail. Yeah, uh, that one. So it's all about placement. <laughs> you like that one the most, or? I don't know. There's a couple of them that you've thrown out there, and I have to go back and look at them again. There's a couple of them you've thrown out there that I, I liked. Like, I yeah, I did like the Fire Fantasy one. Like that, I, I, I liked it to a point. And then there's levels like it goes above. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, what, uh, rating system of um, it's good with alcohol <laughs> and right, <laughs> right. I always try to be crazy with our audiences can we have a little laugh before actually clicking on our video, yeah. you know, because I always like to fill the room with laughter. <laughs> I've always been definitely have some positive energy have some, um, let people laugh uh, but that's just uh, how I am though. so what's next on your uh, docket like do you have anybody lined up uh, in the near future the only something you want to hold close to the best at the moment well right now Sunday I've got uh, a critic from JoeBlow.com that's going to be with me, and we're going to be re 
doing Moss, talking about how, how it impacted us as film fans. And we're also doing a horror movie review as well for this other movie that I forgot the name of it, too, because I didn't really care for it that much. But I'm going to spy on Thunder on that part. But, um, yeah, I'm going to have him from – I'm going to have James Oster from JoeBlow.com. He's going to be on, on there. Uh, I've been trying to get a couple – I've been trying to get the two actors that play on The Sopranos. Michael Imperoli, and I forgot the actor that played Bobby off The Sopranos, because they actually have a podcast called Talking Sopranos, so I tweeted out to them just to see what would happen, but of course, no, nothing in response to that, but something actually happened when I watched 1984, uh, summer of 1984, with that horror film I told you about. Yeah. Uh, the writer actually... Like my tweet, and I was even tweeting to him. I was tweeting to Film on the Rocks, which is this other podcast that I listened to, and he happened to see see that, and he ended up liking it. So I messaged him, and he said that he would be out doing interview, but probably not until like October. But I don't really have anybody lined up at the moment or anything like that. I've been trying to find more people to actually uh, interview stuff that I interviewed. Uh, uh, Rossi the other night she's an independent film actress I interviewed her and then we did a couple other episodes alright have you found yourself a decent uh, platform yet to um, do videos yet or are you still looking to do that I'm probably going to try StreamYard since now it actually converted over to mobile for people like me who don't have a computer yet. So I'm probably going to try that out and see how it goes. Yeah, speaking of which, and hopefully talk it does about it, being it's brought up, is they just did a major overhaul, like you said, mobile, um, which is nice because then if I want to put content out there, I don't have to be sitting stationary here in my studio bedroom situation uh but i can be on the go and do videos or if i'm out chasing i can do videos which i'm i love that uh also we can have 10 people in a video now so that would be me plus that's fantastic so really with both of us on at the same time we can have eight other guests which is awesome and you know, honestly, that's really awesome. doing the streaming of the showdowns, I wonder how that's going to affect that. I mean, I, because that kind of opens the door up now for doing like free for alls and stuff. That's true. It does open up the doors for free for all. You know, I think maybe once that guest is done, they can go in and close out, and then the other guest comes in. Yep. And do it that way. So, I was actually going to save the update for the last thing that we did today, but I mean, being that it did end up getting brought up in conversation, that's... Right. That's fine. That's awesome. I love But yeah. <laughs> you know, Same here as well. I'm probably going to do a test run tonight. What's that? I'm probably going to do a test run tonight just to see how it's going to go. See if I probably see if Tamika's has anything going on 
Yeah, you have to let me know how it runs. See how many people you can get in there, and I will. My my big worry is 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 it going to lag? Are things going to lag? That's my concern. That's mine too, though. I feel like the more people you have, it's going to lag right now until the bugs are worked out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll definitely. But just for two people. <clears throat> right, but just for two people or whatever, I think it'll be fine. Well, four people roll upon, but for nine people, I think that's a little oversaturated for for it right now. If you had to, um, you had to pick one thing. Apparently, you have a Lord Death proper. You had to pick one thing to. Uh, Say is the most difficult thing about doing podcast videos, running a group or a page. How would you rank it? Like, what what's the worst and what's the best? Like the most stressful to least. The worst would probably. The worst would be trying to promote it, trying to find ways to promote a podcast, especially when it's just audio only. So, luckily for me, I stumbled across a couple of groups that actually allowed promoting it, promoting podcasts inside groups. I was able to do that. That's the worst it is, trying to get yourself out there to where people can gravitate towards that. Uh, the other thing would probably be the editing part, whenever there's uh, a Christian put down there when there's no sound coming from somebody else. I forgot. It's like dead air. What's that? So, dead air. This one time, like dead oh, air. Like, dead air. Okay. Like all of a sudden, and basically, I went in there. This is what happened with one. Whenever I had Wonder Meg on, and so we're doing a Wonder Woman review. I actually had to go into it and edit the part where it was actually dead air, and then after that, combine the second segment and with that, and try and glue that together. Because you actually have to crop it, and then you have to go ahead and do all that together. But it turned out if after, after everything else was said and done, I, I enjoyed having Wonder Meg on. Well, I enjoyed. Matter of fact, she does unboxing. Oh, go ahead. I had uh, I enjoyed having her on. Matter of fact, she does unboxing for pops. And things like that, and it was actually one of her characters. So I'm like, okay, let me see what happens if I can get her on or whatever. And so that's what happened. So, I would say probably I, I would agree. Really, the most stressful part is doing the promotion stuff because that's, a, that's pretty time consuming. And I was Uh especially when you have like, not really that like, part. We, when we got Kate and Brett, like, I can't tell you how many posts I put out there in general variety of places to get it out there and let people know that they were going to be on with us. Uh, and that in itself was time consuming. And not that I'm complaining because I'm not, it's just. The, the self promotion of itself isn't really my forte because I don't like 
I'm that person that I like to sit in the back of the room. I don't like being the person up front on the stage. I mean, it's kind of ironic because I mean, I'm hosting this. But uh, at the same time, I love talking nerd stuff. So I, mean, I kind of try to blend the two together. And the, the promotional stuff makes me feel like I'm saying, hey, look at me, look at me. And I mean, really, in a way, right. I am. But, but at the same time, I feel kind of uncomfortable about it, if that makes sense. Well, it's all about trying to put yourself out there in the first place. I mean, otherwise, if we don't, there's not going to be anyone that comes to the channel. Yeah. But another thing, too, is that there's also another thing that, as well, you said that the promotions and everything was a hard thing. But, you know, I always try to do it. Maybe I don't try to do it like two weeks beforehand. I always promote like a week beforehand. Yeah, that's how I've been trying to do it. Yeah, you do it two weeks beforehand. It's like putting a trailer together for a movie that's going to come out in a month, for example. Mm. No one's going to remember that trailer. So if you do a promotion for for a guest you're going to have on two weeks or a week beforehand, well, a week beforehand, people are going to remember that you have a guest coming on, you might have it. So you go on ahead, you drop a poster down, do a promotion for that. Then you, of course, you put in your hashtags, you put in all that stuff, you do your Instagram, and then you a couple days later, you put it, make it a part of your story, and then you do your promotions again. And then the day of, I do one more reminder, and that's it. <laughs> it's so time. Yeah, I also like to put like and I have to commence. 90 minute mark. I like to put out another one saying, hey, in an hour and a half, you know, this is what's going down. Right. And that's what I do too. I always try to include the guest that's going to be in there for the next yeah. time. But sometimes I don't even know uh, if people are, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know if I'm going to have a guest. And all of a sudden they're like, I want to be on. I'm like, okay. Come on. <laughs> I haven't had that happen. Like when uh, when did that happen? I no, I said I haven't had uh, that happen yet. Okay. Well Frenchie uh, one night I was just gonna I'm going to the news article. In fact it was when Mike the news about Michael Keaton might be Batman. And I was gonna I was getting the news as a matter of fact I was doing my show notes and then Frenchie messages me. Just hey, I'd be on I'm like, yeah, man, come on. And he, he he came on my show. We did the show together. As a matter of fact, that was also out of his um, out of his norm though too. Because he's like, you do movies, and so he wanted to try something different that was outside of his norm. And it, it him and I just clicked to where we were doing the episode together. So that's yeah. actually pretty cool. Whenever people are just like, hey, can I be on the show? Yeah. Speaking of which, about Louie. Um, <laughs> I got to say congrats to him on the video for being a new dad. The baby arrived. Same last, here. Is that last week? It was yeah, last week. Saturday no, night, I, thought, I believe. No, it was this week. Yes, Saturday. I don't know. My weeks have run together. I just know that it was recent. It was in between our last episode and this one. So. 
But yeah. Congratulations to Louis. I'm thrilled that he's I'm thrilled for him. He's not gonna get a lot of sleep for a while. <laughs> no, that's for sure. At least for the next eighteen years. <laughs> Maybe not after that either. Yeah, because you know us podcasters and YouTubers were a different breed. We do shit at all kinds of random hours of the day. Exactly. But yeah, I also do uh, episodes while I'm in my car, though. Too, I'll do like a riding with John episode on the podcast from my from where I, when I leave my house until I get to work, which is like fifteen twenty minutes away. So, fifteen minutes podcast episode, put everything in, and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, see, I, I get to work in about 10 minutes flat. So it, it really doesn't even, it doesn't even really pay for me to even do anything. That's or true. Else I, or else I probably would be doing the same thing. That and I know that I'm not a very good solo outing with uh, content. I get this that about me. But I, I struggle mightily. Uh, doing solo content. I, I need someone to play off of. You see, I'm good with doing solo, and I'm good with doing uh, collaborations, though, too. I guess because I've been doing it for so long that I actually know actually how to actually do it solo. Yeah, I mean, if I think you do by necessity, you can do it. It's just... I... I'm very self-conscious about myself. It's just something that I've always struggled with growing up. Is I all I'm very I'm a very harsh judge on myself. That's why I don't like doing timestamps. I'd rather somebody else do timestamps over me <laughs> because I hate the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I do too. I don't even go back and listen to me because of that. Because I'm my own worst critic. I I would but say probably the news is, I think I might find are probably that way. Huh. I can see that. I mean, how many actors do you hear that are like, oh, yeah, I made this movie. Well, have you watched it? No, because I don't like watching myself. Because then I'm gonna say I could have done that. Adam Driver I done that better. I just said this line better. Yeah. You know. And I get it. Adam Driver's the same way. He doesn't. Exactly. I mean, I know that was a big thing with uh, the Dark Knight. Like I, in a way, I can. I don't understand how. I mean, I, I do understand because there's money involved, and they're going to do it because of the money. But how they can go to the premieres, and it's got to be very difficult to try to suspend your brain to be able to watch a movie like The Avengers. Could you imagine being Robert Downey Jr. and watching Avengers Endgame and already knowing what's coming? <laughs> it's got to be exactly like. Just to see it, but I mean, I'm sure there's parts of him that was like the the portal scene. Let's actually see it in fruition. 
in full motion. Granted, I'm sure he probably seen it weeks prior to that. Right. It that has to be one of the downsides to being an actor. That's true, but you also get to see the final product on how it's actually uh, together, how it's been done. But you also get to see the fans' reaction, and I think that's what's also pleasing to actors and actors actresses, though, too. That's true. Because if they go by the reactions of the fans, they're going to be even more. They're going to be happy that they put out a product that was really good. I mean, to have a scene like the portal scene, or better yet, the Thor's, um, the uh, Captain America picking up the hammer, and then everybody losing their damn minds, like that in of itself has to be like, as the actor that's on screen doing that has to be insane to have that kind of reaction, right? That kind of pop, because I know. Uh, you hear wrestlers talk about it all the time. But like, when you make a big return or something and the whole arena just goes off the rails and it's just, it takes all the nerves away and they've said that it gives them energy and all that. It's like, I, I yeah, I can understand that. I can see that, most definitely. Do you have anything else you want to ask? I'm just wondering. Uh, well, I didn't know if there was any other topics you wanted to talk about. Uh, I was going to leave some time for you to basically have an open mic, and I was just going to sit back and just kind of let you talk right. about things if you wanted to. Uh, uh, okay. Because let's you know, see, up here on an hour here. Right. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I think we've covered just about everything that need, we needed to cover. All right. And you know, for anybody that hasn't heard it before, you're the reason why I'm actually doing this. Uh, you're, you actually introduced me to, it wasn't AMC at the time, it ended up being Flyer. And right. you introduced me to that whole world of them talking movies and stuff and it's like i always wanted to try to do it i mean we tried doing this before with youtube when it was really crappy uh yeah with google hangouts i remember that yeah google Google hangouts oh jesus god no uh (laughs) streamlabs and Streamyard are so much better as much as i fight with streamlabs when i try to do stuff I will take Streamlabs and I will take StreamYard any day of the week over Google Hangouts. So, uh, StreamYards and, and, you know, all the other streams that's out there, at least we can actually go into our settings and figure out what was wrong or what's going on with everything. Google Hangouts is like, there it is, and that's it. There's no way of actually trying to figure out anything. Yeah, you can't edit anything or make banners or like the technical snafu that we had right before we started here. It was like, oh, okay, I know exactly what's wrong. I'm boom, 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 done. Like, <laughs> right. Google Hangouts is probably the 
the first clean thing that they, that we had at that time. Yeah, I think they pretty much were the only name in town at the moment. And unless you were a big conglomerate like but, you, you were stuck. Right. So, but not to cut this short, uh, why I have to start slowly getting around for work tonight. I have a full house that I'm walking All right. tonight. So. All right. That's understandable, uh, man. If you want to do your plugs, you're more than welcome to now. And I'll put your banner up. Okay. So, you guys can go ahead and follow me at Movie Loves Unite, TV Loves Unite on Facebook. You can also follow me on Instagram at Movie Loves Unite, TV Loves Unite, John DeGorio85. You can actually follow me on Twitter, John DeGorio85, and also on Movie Lovers Unite, TV Loves Unite on, well, actually, Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter. And. That's pretty much it. And of course, you can also uh, follow us on uh, Wemix and also on WordPress. So there's that. If you ever want some movie news, go on ahead and follow us on there. Tamika puts up some great content when it comes down to vlogging and stuff. She does a fantastic job with that. And she also does some motions with the posters and everything, too. So I actually have to give her a big shout out for that. All right. Yeah, we so need to get her on. Pretty- there's two people I want to get back on here. There's well, actually there's three people. That, one I want to get on here for the first time, and we're working on it. And two that, I, well, there's two that I want to get on here that we're working on, and one that we need to get back. And I want to get Tamika back because she's a riot. Like she she's just funny as hell, especially the rabbit holes that we Who's that? I said, Tamika, she's funny as hell, especially the rabbit holes that we go down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. She's she, a blast. Um, be- she's a good rabbit hole burrower. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. Especially the Toy Story rabbit hole that we went down. Oh, yeah. But you know what, though? You need to listen to Frenchies and our top 10 animated movies. You didn't want to talk about a rabbit hole. <laughs> that thing was funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And as but for anyway, me, uh, oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go on. No, I was going to do my plugs. You got something else to say. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go on ahead. All right. <laughs> Somehow I think we can make this a bit. <laughs> like this could be our, you don't know yeah. shit. Bit. <laughs> Right, I think so too. Because I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> All right. And as for me, like always, in social media platforms, uh, is everything's Hotel Nerd. Uh, you can just look up Hotel Nerd Facebook, Twitter. I have a. Um, what they call it Snapchat now, which I'm slowly figuring out. I think I might even have an Instagram. I don't remember if I signed up for that one or not. <laughs> I don't know. I my brain's fried after the past two weeks, so just bear with. It's okay. Uh, 
on Twitter is at hotel underscore nerd eighty six. Uh, and just keep helping support the channel. Uh, we need donations. I'll, I'll say that much. We need 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 donations. We need more subscribers. We need more public hours watched. If you want to do super chats uh, directly to us, and we be able to see them here while we're doing the streams live and not have to go to a secondary course because we're not anywhere remotely close as you can tell to being able to do this. So we have right. uh, until January to get these numbers pumped up because that's, that's when we need to get, we need to January 1st, we need to hit these numbers. So uh, the only way we can do that is by you guys watching and by subscribing and by sharing and getting the word out. But uh, I mean, otherwise, I have nothing else to say. John, I don't know if you got your thought back. If you want to. <laughs> nah, I'm good. No? I'll come back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no. But uh, also, at the end of the video now, I'm putting, I'm not even going to really name all the uh, places that we have uh, for our podcast anymore, the audio version. There's too many to name now. So I just made a list that I put up at the end of every video. And uh, you can find your favorite provider there and look for us on your favorite provider. That's about the only thing I can really say unless you want me to be here in our five minutes. So, but with that, thank you, John. Uh, I know it was kind of impromptu. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Off the cuff. But, I mean, we've been promising this, what, for now two months? And Yeah, about two months, and it just seems like, it's just yeah, like now it's the right time. Every time shit happens, and so. But we got it. It's done. It's in the can. It'll go yeah, we did. <laughs> so. <laughs> But uh, have a good day. Right. Have a good holiday. You too. Don't blow off any fingers or hands or anything else. <laughs> so, but on that note. You too, man. Yeah. Peace out. Enjoy the holiday. All right. You have a good holiday too, man. All right.